Hi, and welcome to a Black Voice podcast. This is a space where I talk about a range of different topics, but the focus is always on emotional well-being. You can follow me on my Instagram at a black voice, so that's spelled A-B-L-A, full stop, C-K, voice. I post quite regularly quotes that I find inspiring, and I'm happy to have individual conversations about the episode if you wanted to DM me. I hope you enjoy this week's episode and that you find time today to do something that makes you feel good. Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Black Voice. This is Francesca, and today I'm going to talk about my experiences of practicing stillness because I have been talking in previous episodes and thinking in general lately more about being aware of my body and less in my mind and thinking, 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 but more being and less doing as well. I think doing and thinking are just two things are just intertwined and just the idea of always being on the go and trying to get more into just being and just relaxing and just noticing. Um, and I'm listening to more other podcasts that are really encouraging that. There's one that I've gotten really into by Tara Brach, I think it's how you say her last name, B-R, no, Tara, B-R-A-C-H. Um, and she's the one who's written a book called Radical Acceptance and Radical Self-Compassion. Um, but yeah, her podcast is beautiful. So I've been listening to that and it's really encouraging me to be mindful and meditative. But I was just thinking as I'm trying to practice these things, because I've been doing meditation for a long time now anyway, but I usually just do my meditation in the morning if I remember to, just before I go to bed as well. But I was thinking about what about during the day? I think it's more effective if I'm doing little meditative or mindful moments during the day. So I've tried to practice just being more aware and mindfully aware when I'm going for walks, like walking to the to the station or walking to the gym or um, when I'm eating as well. I'm trying to remember to be mindful when I'm eating, just noticing the flavours in my mouth and the chewing. Um, but when I'm walking, noticing the footsteps, like the movements of my legs and the wind against my face, I'm trying really hard to mo- notice every little bit. And there's things that I've definitely noticed whilst I'm practicing noticing, Um, like things that have come up emotionally for me. So I wanted to talk about that today in this episode. So there's awkward bits that I've noticed coming up. And by awkward, I mean like less comfortable thoughts and emotions that I'm experiencing when I'm practicing being still or recognizing my body. So most of my examples are being at the gym. So when I finish on the treadmill, I usually do a bit of a run on a treadmill. And after the treadmill, after I've finished my run, then I notice that obviously I'm out of breath and I need some time to just catch up with my breath. But I notice that as I'm trying to notice myself more, I just thought to myself, okay, let me not just jump off the treadmill and go to the next equipment. Let me just take a moment to actually catch up with my breath and just breathe for a bit, get my heartbeat down so I can then move on to the next thing afterwards. But the thoughts that have started to come in my head before I 
while I'm standing still in the gym in front of everyone, is being very aware of, oh, if I stand still for a long period of time, other people then look at me and think, oh my gosh, what's happened to her? What's wrong with her? So I've been really aware of some thoughts in my mind about what I'm thinking other people are thinking about me. And it's weird because I know at the gym and in our day-to-day lives anyway, most people are just in their own head anyway. They're not actually thinking about what other people are doing. I know naturally as humans, we do judge, but most of the time we're spending most of our time in our heads judging ourselves. So we're spending so much time being aware of judging ourselves, but also thinking about what other people are thinking about us when no one's really thinking about other people. Everyone's thinking about themselves. So it's ironic that I'm thinking about what other people are thinking about me. But that's something that was really useful that I didn't think would be in my head. But that was definitely something that came up just when I was at the moment of this treadmill. But then um, by ignoring that and trying to just stay present with my breath, I realized how much better it is when I do take those times to have some deep breaths to catch up with my breath. I'm able to actually swallow my water properly and just calm my body and get balanced before I then hop off the treadmill to go to the next thing. Otherwise, if I just instantly hop off and try to run to the next thing, I need to catch my balance. I need to make sure I know where I'm going. It's a lot more work involved if I'm trying to hop from the one thing to another other than just having a brief pause between things. So I noticed that at the gym. And then another gym example actually happened today. So again, I was doing another workout and I was listening to the meditation podcast I talked about by Tara Brach, Brach, (laughs) by Tara. Um, And there was a moment in the podcast where she was talking about be very aware of your body, be aware of your breath. And I was really getting into it. So I stopped mid-workout. Well, it wasn't really mid-workout. Maybe it was. And I was still for, for quite some time just trying to be really aware of my body. And this is probably a couple of minutes just passed, like maybe two minutes. And then a girl in the gym came up to me and said, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. And she said, oh, because you, were, you weren't moving, you were just staying still. So I just had to check if you're okay. And then she, I was like, oh, thanks, I'm okay. And then she walked away. And then I just thought, that was so strange. The idea that being still is such a foreign thing that some stranger thought that they had to come and check my well-being because I was in a moment of not being rushing, rushing, going, going, going. It's such a foreign human concept that everyone is expected to keep going and going and just witnessing someone else being still was too disturbing for her that she had to come and check if everything was all right. That was just a huge projection from herself of what her idea of being still means. Maybe being still means someone being unwell because the idea of someone being well and normal is moving and constantly going and going and going. And just seeing me being still was such a foreign thing for her that she had to come and check if everything was okay. I just noticed that I felt that I was really surprised that she felt that I I wasn't okay just because I was meditating, just because I was being still. So that was such a strange thing. And it just made me think about, the again, the whole idea of how we're just programmed to not be still and not to, not to just take a breath. We're programmed that we had to be on the go all the time so we don't even get a chance to rest. And the moment that we witness someone else resting, it's odd. So that just matches with what my fear was in, the, in my first example, my fear of someone judging me 
even though I feel like she wasn't necessarily judging, that was just her own idea of what being still means to her. But again, that just shows that I guess some people are observing what other people are doing. But to me, that moment just really showed me how sad it is that we're not being taught to be still. And it is an odd thing if you are still and taking a moment to just breathe. Um, and another example I also noticed was that I was at an event last week. It feels like it's last week. Maybe it was this week. And I went by myself because it was a really, because no one else was interested in this. This is um, a poet, spoken word event. I love spoken word. I love poetry. So none of my other friends are really interested in that. Um, so I went by myself and it was so good. I loved it. But um, there were breaks where people weren't performing. And in those breaks, most people who were, who also were by themselves decided to look at their phones. And I, before I even went to the event, I told myself, okay, I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm going to be present. I'm going to try and talk to random people. Because I've been to events before by myself where I've just started conversations with a stranger and it's been so much fun. I've made new friends. Um, so one reason why it may have been difficult. Yeah, one reason it may have been difficult for me to start to engage in conversation with the random strangers because of lockdown, since I've had a, over a year of not being in social environments like that. Um, it may have felt awkward for me, but I definitely believe that the reason why I didn't just jump into talking to someone new is because everyone else was on their phone. So I was just copying everyone else. And I thought, oh, this is the socially normal thing to do. Stare at your phone and, and swipe for your phone for until the whole break is over. Um, and I just was really annoyed that I did that because I promised myself I wouldn't. And I just got sucked into social pressure to stare at my phone and I'm not even looking at anything in particular. Like I already replied to all the messages I needed to reply to. I didn't want to scroll through Instagram because I'd just be looking at endless images of things I'm not that interested in anyway. And then I was also just losing the opportunity to meet a brand new person. Um, luckily I did end up talking to people um, at some points, but I did look at my phone too much, uh, a much longer time than I wanted to. So yeah, so again, that was just an avoidance of being still. I could have put my phone away, been still, been present, and benefited a lot more from a social interaction than just staring at my phone. But again, that's an avoidance of being still and being present because I had to jump back into my cognitive and in my cognitive mind, looking at my phone and swiping my finger up and down and processing all the overload of, of information on my phone because society has programmed us to be way more comfortable in our cognitive state than to be in our physical bodies. I think if we were aware of our physical bodies, we would be a lot more aware of the rest that we actually need and the connection, the human connection we actually need. And if we're aware of that, then we would take more holidays and we would argue for more breaks and get a lot more less work done when we're at work. Whereas in capitalist society, um, our managers want us to be busy, busy working, working, producing endless amounts of work without any toilet breaks or lunch breaks or social life. Um, so those are the awkward things, the less comfortable things I've noticed in my journey of practicing stillness. I've also noticed really beautiful things. So like I had a moment of just sitting out in my garden and noticing how 
pretty nature is just looking at it, it doesn't have to do anything it just looks pretty naturally especially now it's getting hotter and the sun's coming out a lot more all the sun has to do is just exist and then everything looks gorgeous um seeing the wind move the tree leaves looks so pretty seeing new flowers blossoming um seeing butterflies i've actually only seen one butterfly which is really weird and i don't know what's happening to the butterflies probably something to do with global warming um hearing all the birds the birds make amazing sounds all of the time. So pretty. And I've heard really weird, <laughs> unique squirrel sounds. I never even knew squirrels made sounds, but I've heard twice now, squirrels make the most weirdest sound. Um, just two unusual ones. And I, I Googled it afterwards and apparently it was like a distress call. It's really weird. And then these bunch of crows were like, they don't know they were fighting, but they also looked like they were having a meeting. <laughs> so... Oh, and I also saw like eight cats within the span of five minutes, like in the same area. They were definitely planning something. Um, yeah, so I've noticed a lot more of nature and I've noticed a lot more animals. And I love animals, so that's always a great thing. So those are the beautiful things I've been able to, no be able to notice. I've also been more aware of like not just the sensory of sight, but um, hearing a lot more. Well, I said hearing birds but also catching like the end of other people's conversations and sometimes it sounds so funny when you just hear part of a conversation that is probably not making sense when you don't have the rest of the context but it's just amazing to hear insight of what other people are talking about and also just walking past different people's houses and hear and smelling their their cooking as well I can smell a lot of chicken <laughs> so I don't know what that's about but a lot of people seem to be having chicken um but yeah, there's so much beautiful things that are that I can notice when I actually pay attention. Um, and one of the things I've noticed a lot is the difference between children and adults. I've noticed so many more children just taking joy in the simplest of things. So I've seen a child like bouncing as they're walking and it's so cute. And the adult was just busy on their phone while holding the child's hand or standing in front of the child and the child is just loving, just existing. And I've noticed... Um, a mother and a daughter, the mother rushing the daughter to keep going fast. And then the daughter stopped and said, no, I mean, look, it's a ladybird. And then the mom was like, oh, come on, you're wasting time. And I saw that a couple of times, like a couple of children just stopping and noticing something on the ground and their parent getting so frustrated and telling them to hurry up. And that just, again, shows how from such a young age, we are already aware that we have this need to just appreciate life and just be present and notice. But we get taught so quickly from our parents or adults around us to hurry up, stay focused on, on your classwork, stay in your cognitive mind, don't leave your body and stay in your mind. We're taught from such a young age, whereas when we know, when we're, when we're born, we know intuitively just to be present and just appreciate nature. And there's such an innate energy in most children. Most children are so enthusiastic and happy over the simplest things. And we get to lose that as we get older. And that's because of how society is conditioned to make us work and get here on time and all this thing, all these things. And I remembered um, my dad used to tell me, oh, watch how your facial like I used to be very facially expressive when I was younger as I think most children are and my dad used to say oh don't keep your face like that because when the wind blows and your face will be stuck like that so then I thought oh it's bad to show facial expressions and I started showing I guess I started losing that and I started having a more serious boring facial expression because I thought if I showed it really 
enthusiastic facial expression then my face will get stuck and <laughs> having a face stuck in a very shocked or surprised or really interesting facial expression wouldn't be accepted by wider society so I had to be in a very serious facial expression. So ultimately these are the different things I'm noticing whilst I'm practicing noticing different things are coming up, some really pleasant things, some interesting things, and some uncomfortable things. And this is only after about less than a month of practicing being more aware in my day-to-day -day life. So who knows what I'll learn after a couple more months, but it's really interesting to just notice what I'm noticing while planning to notice. So yeah, I just thought that was interesting to share. And I wonder if any of you are on a journey of noticing more and what you may be noticing on while well, noticing um because there's so much out there in the world and it's, it makes life a lot more interesting if we just open our eyes and pay attention and not even just through sight but through smells and what we hear and what we can touch and feel so thank you again for listening to another episode and i'll be back with another episode soon bye